welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. I'm Sunshine Tiki, your host for this episode. Starshine, Kehlani, and Pumpkin won't be with me here in the lounge this week, but that's okay. We've done it without them before, and we can do it without them again. It's not that I wouldn't love to have the ladies here beside me, but it has been a while since we recorded a Zen Tiki Lounge podcast, about six weeks actually, and that is far too long. So rather than wait until the ladies could get together, I'm going to do a show, and you know how this goes when I do a solo show. It's a music show. Now, I've already got some Arthur Lyman playing in the background because, well, I need the Tiki Bar to feel authentic, and, well, this certainly helps. And I have before me a cocktail, and uh, there you go. I hope you can hear the ice in the glass. Let me have a sip. That's very nice. So I always tell you what we're drinking, and uh, later I'll tell you the music that we're going to listen to. If you've never listened to the podcast before, I think you're going to find something you like. Maybe you want cocktail advice or a recipe or two. We got that. Maybe you want some uh, exotic tunes. We got that. Maybe you want inebriated banter. Check. We got that. Maybe you don't know about or care about anything tiki doll. That's okay. Sit down. Enjoy the ride. You're still going to have a good time. The cocktail, by the way. So, uh, listener Grim Tiki. She sent us an email, and I'm going to read the entirety of it later and explain more. But uh, the the drink is Genie's Wish. And this is a drink that I crafted for Mojave Oasis this past uh, March. Uh, Genie's Wish is a cranberry juice drink. Uh, it's got pineapple in it too, but I, I, purists will say this is not a tiki drink, and it doesn't have to be. But uh, it was a drink that was crafted with Deadhead Rum. And uh, I will give you more details on the drink when I read Grim Tiki's email in our mail segment right after that. But I just wanted to tell you that we're drinking Genie's Wish, and you can get the recipe for it at zentikilounge.com slash drinks. You'll find the recipe and a serving suggestion, garnish suggestion, etc. So again, I'm so glad that everybody could join us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Please go to zentikilounge.com and make sure that you have subscribed to the podcast. Find us also on Facebook. We have a Zen Tiki Lounge page and we're on Twitter and all that good stuff. And we're about to head into the mail segment. Uh, and then we got plenty of music for you from folks all over the world. So this is going to be a fun episode. Um, when you uh, subscribe to the show, by the way, you help us uh, get more hits, as they say. And the more hits we get, the easier it is to uh, have uh, folks join us for advertising and such, partner with us, and make the show, well, as we say around here, we just like to break even. This show uh, does cost a little bit to produce, and you can also go to zentikilounge.com and you can click on the donate link and you can send us a donation and it is not tax deductible. It is just you saying thank you for this podcast and here's a buck, here's five bucks, whatever you can do uh, to help us keep the podcast free and on the interwebs. All right, the drink is starting to set in a little bit. I'm gonna go find the mail sack and I'll be right back.
cheeky mail. Let's see what's in the mailbag. Well, I got uh, two emails that I want to read for y'all. I answered a few others uh, a little more personally. But uh, this one comes from Grim Tiki, as I was mentioning. This is one of my favorite Exotica tunes, by the way. Um, Grim Tiki, trust me, your uh, your uh, email will be answered shortly. Um, but so I've been playing with the iTunes radio, and you know, finally iTunes has a streaming radio function, and. This station, for example, is Skybird Radio, and, and it's one that you can look up, and it's, uh, the subtitle is Arthur Lyman and more, and I pretty much like everything they play. Uh, it pretty much is purist as far as, um, sticking to Exotica and very much Arthur Lyman and other artists that are very similar. So if you like Arthur Lyman and you like Exotica, I think you'll like Skybird Radio, Arthur Lyman, and more on iTunes. Okay, tangent over. Back to Grim Tiki's email. Hi, Turkey and Turkeyettes of the Lounge. I believe she's referring to us and that Thanksgiving is coming. Just checking in to say hello and happy holidays. Hope you are all well. I've been refreshing iTunes daily and I'm not seeing a new podcast. I miss your voices. Thanks for the episodes on Caliente and Mod. You made me feel like I was there with you. While we're talking turkey, what's your recommendation for a Thanksgiving Day libation? Maybe something for after the family has left? Hope to hear you soon, the Grim Tiki. So, Grim Tiki, thank you so much for being one of our most faithful and long-lasting listeners. Uh, I believe uh, she's been here since almost the beginning. Uh, anywho, so here is the answer to your question. Um, well, yeah, let, let, let me just answer the question. Jeannie's Wish, I think, is a great cocktail for the Thanksgiving holiday for a couple of reasons. Uh, it's, it's not a purist tiki drink, and it's very tasty. Uh, when I um, showed off this drink at Mojave Oasis which is a private RV camping resort owned and operated by Amy Boylan of Tonga Hut fame. Uh, I know a lot of you have been to Tonga Hut and heard of it, and for those of you who haven't, Tonga Hut is LA's oldest operating tiki bar, and they are now about to open a location in Palm Springs, California, and I'm very excited about that. I got a sneak peek at it after the Mod Palm Springs event uh, in early October, and uh, we hope to be doing a podcast from the Tonga Hut in Palm Springs uh, when, it, when they get underway. And uh, they're just putting so much work into it. And it's going to be such a, right when it opens, it's going to be a classic, dimly lit, decked out tiki bar. And I, I can't wait to see everything they've added since I was there. Okay, so anywho, um, the uh, Genie's Wish cocktail was served at Mojave Oasis, and it it has cranberry juice and pineapple juice and lemon juice. But I think besides the cranberry juice lends the Thanksgiving feel to it for me is it has brown sugar syrup and spices. So cranberries, spices, brown sugar, and orange bitters. 
all things that very much make me think of the holidays and specifically Thanksgiving. So rather than pretend I have some magical Thanksgiving drink, uh, Grim Tiki, this is what you should make. So here's the recipe. It is two ounces of deadhead rum. I'll give you a substitute later. 1.5 ounces of cranberry juice. And I always say, make sure cranberries is the first ingredient on that bottle of juice and no sugar added. One ounce pineapple juice. The not from concentrate dole in the can is best. Two thirds of an ounce of lemon juice. One quarter ounce brown sugar syrup. I make my brown sugar syrup 50-50, meaning when I melt it down and simmer it and make a syrup, I do one cup water to one cup dark brown sugar, 50-50. And then you bottle it, save it, use it and stuff, right? And then also one quarter ounce of spiced brown sugar syrup. And I admit, I just used the Monin. And M-O-N-I-N, Monin.com, you can go to their website, and uh, when it comes to bottled syrups, uh, they really are one of my favorites because they have more organic options. They use all-real cane sugar. Uh, they don't do high-fructose corn syrup and uh, fake ingredients and stuff like that. And most of their still stuff still comes in a glass bottle, which I prefer over plastic and just looks nicer you know, behind the bar if you're going to show it off. Uh, but if it's behind the bar, who cares? And then one dash of Angostura orange bitters. Don't confuse that with the regular Angostura bitters, Angostura orange bitters. It makes all the difference. So none of these ingredients are hard to find, but as I sip mine again now, so whether, whether you're a mixologist or not, uh, you can recreate this at home and wow your uh, Thanksgiving guests. Mmm. This is a nice tune. Okay, so remember Arthur Lyman and more. If you don't have Deadhead Rum or you don't want to spend $30, because that's usually what it costs for the 750 milliliter bottle, if you don't want to spend $30 on that, you know what you can do that's a real nice shortcut to this recipe? Instead of two ounces of Deadhead and buying the Monin spiced brown sugar syrup, you can use two ounces of Sunshine's very spicy rum. That's my spicy rum that you can make on your own because it's super simple and easy. You can use two ounces of that instead. And that takes care of your spice and your rum. And then you don't need that second brown sugar syrup. So when you make the drink, instead of doing a quarter of plain brown sugar syrup and a quarter ounce of spice brown sugar syrup, you'll do a half ounce of regular brown sugar syrup. And then the rest of the spice is coming from your rum and your Angostura orange bitters. So I know we've talked a lot about, you know, the, the ingredients here, but that's definitely something that you can do. If you want my super simple recipe for Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum, also go to zentikilounge.com drinks, and there is a link to the video on YouTube where I show you how to make the crap. It's amazing. And uh, I'm not just patting myself on the back, but um, Roy Snyder, for example, the man who puts uh, Tiki Caliente and Mod Palm Springs together, uh, among some other things. He's famous for a few things, you know. 
uh, he hangs out with the likes of Shag and, and, and fun folks like that. Uh, he said, I make a damn good spice rum. I gave him a bottle. Uh, as a gift one time, and he used it in a cocktail at home, and he really liked it. So uh, make Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum, because then you can also give some to folks for the holidays. You can make your eggnog with it. You can make your rum cake with it. You can make your rum balls with it. The holidays just say spice, and rum and whiskey are the are the liquors you want to have around for the holidays as far as I'm concerned besides champagne of course but uh, so make some sunshine's very spicy rum it's a really inexpensive gift you put it in those glass bottles with the stoppers give it to people they'll love you so there you go I gave you some gift giving advice for the holidays uh, Grim Tiki and I gave you a drink idea there and this leads into the next email and this one comes from Brandy we have a lot of lady listeners uh asking questions this week and she asked uh we heard your halloween party we heard you talk about it forever and ever and ever but now you haven't had a show in a while so what happened are you there hello question mark question mark question mark well here's the answer to that question we're here well i am anyway and uh oh the second part of her question by the way is when you were talking about the drinks you were going to serve at your party, um, do you craft uh, specific drinks just for a Halloween party, uh, or do you use something that you already have? And that's a perfect question. There's a whole lot more to this email, but that's the part that's important to the show this week. So, for example, uh, I will just take some recipes out of my arsenal, and I will give them a Halloween name. Done. You don't have to recreate. And... If you don't have your own drink recipes or you don't go to zentikilounge.com slash drinks and look at the five or so we have posted, we swear we're going to post our other, like, 50 drinks any day now. You know, that's probably not going to happen anytime soon. I'm lazy. But, uh, and there's still music coming up in the show, I swear, besides what's playing in the background. Um, I will just take a drink that I have and give it a different name. So, for example, we served the three-legged flamingo at Mod Palm Springs. Guess what? I called it a three-legged zombie. Easy. We served the citrus... No, we called it the mandarin martini. Mandarin rum teeny. That's right. It was the mandarin rum teeny. And then for Halloween, it was the citrus corpse teeny. See how easy... You, you're all creative. You can do that. So anyway. So, Brandy, there you go. Just uh, find a recipe online that you like or take a cocktail that you like. I mean, a cosmopolitan and then name it something else and then serve it for your holiday shindig. And so, Grim Tiki, same deal. Don't call it Genie's Wish when you serve it, for, serve it for Thanksgiving. Call it some sort of spiced turkey menagerie candied yam. I don't know. Just, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. You're all very smart people. So, there you go. Um, and then uh, our, last, uh, our last email... Um, well, I mean, it, it was really more of just a comment, but uh, was it Gregory or Greg? Gregory, um, just between me uh, breaking for the mail segment and then coming back uh, from the introduction today, and this podcast is not posted, so it was just psychically this was all happening, donated to the Zen Tiki Lounge and I never say how much somebody donates because I think that's rude but I just want to say the biggest of mahalos to Gregory for your donation it really helps support the podcast 
uh, and it helps us uh, break even on all of the uh, shenanigans of keeping up a, uh, a website and uh, getting to um, events and showing off our cocktails and putting on room parties and all that good stuff. All right, so again, if you want to send mail to the Zen Tiki Lounge, you can do that by sending it to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can also go on Facebook, find the Zen Tiki Lounge page, and send us a message. Sunshine Tiki is on Facebook. Kehlani Tiki is on Facebook. Starshine Tiki is on Facebook. And we are all more than happy to take your comments via the Facebook. And then uh, Sunshine Tiki is also on Twitter. All right, there you go. Um, I am going to uh, decide here real quick uh, what I'm going to talk about for the rest of the show in between the music that we are going to play. And I have one thing to discuss before we start playing that music. So I'm going to get that ready. And I'll be right back. And we got a whole bunch of music coming up for you. Welcome back. All right, you didn't go anywhere. But I did. In that brief pause there, I actually was in the kitchen for over a half hour tending to the turkey soup that I'm making. Short story there. Again, before we get to the music. Uh, But um, the domestic partner and I love turkey. So I'll buy three or four turkeys and stuff them in the freezer when they're on sale, right? And then early, early November, because this was already a week and a half ago, uh, I will make a full turkey dinner just for the two of us. And we will eat Thanksgiving three, four nights in a row until the white meat is gone. Then I make soup, tacos, all kinds of other things with the dark meat. So in the crock pot right now is the soup. And, uh, well, we just love that. So, But has anyone else ever done that? You buy more than one turkey when they're on sale because literally you can get the things for 12, 13 bucks when, you know, the rest of the year and when they're not on sale, you're going to pay 30 bucks or more for a turkey. Well more sometimes. Um, forgive the dog. Have I ever mentioned the dog's name is Whiskey? She's riled up about something. She's been chasing Mai Tai the cat around. Uh, and, and he has just been a holy terror lately. Um, he knocked over the plant stand and then completely obliterated the plant. And he was just, well, ridiculous. Okay, so just uh, one last thing here to talk about before we play that music. I know I keep talking about it, but um, the local Jehovah's Witnesses uh, graced my doorstep, and thank goodness I wasn't there when it happened. But they left one of their little leaflets, and I actually do get a kick out of their um, their leaflets more than any other uh, religion because they really do try to make it more now, you know? So, for example... Um, it says, can the dead really live again? Would you say yes, no, or maybe? So, I mean, they're not directly trying to get in on the zombie craze, but they totally are. And I'm okay with that because I, I think it's kind of funny. Um, can we believe what the Bible says? Blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not going to go into the rest of that. But I just think it's, I just think it's kind of interesting. Um, and then on, on the back something to think about, they say. Why do we grow old and die? Well, they have the answers. You know who else has the answers? Science. Well, actually, it's not entirely true. 
We know that we grow old and we know what happens at the cellular level, but we don't technically understand why our cells can't just renew forever. So I guess in a way science doesn't quite understand it, but mostly does. Anyway, if you'd like to learn more without cost, uh, well, I have an address that you can write to, and uh, or actually an email address that you can send a note to, and uh, they'll be happy to send you more information. All right, how about we listen to some of that music that I've been talking about? Let me go to the playlist here. And uh, I've, been, I've been looking forward to playing this music for some time. Now, this, the, first, uh, the first band that we're going to listen to, we played a few weeks ago on the show, and since the last show was over six weeks ago, it was quite some time. But uh, listener Kim, that's K-Y-M, from Down Under, uh, he's been uh, you know chatting with me uh, on the Facebook a little bit, and it's been uh, really nice talking to him. And uh, he introduced me to a group called G.T. Stringer, and uh, Surf Rockish. And uh, I really do, I really do like the album that he sent me. And so I'm gonna play two tunes from that album to start us off today. And then we're also gonna hear from the left arm of Buddha. This one was sent in from far away. I'll give you more details about them. And then we're gonna hear new stuff from Mr. Ho's Orchestratica, their new album that just came out. Doesn't that sound good? So here we go. Two songs from GT Stringer. You'll find the links to all of these artists and where you can download and or get their music at zentikilounge.com. Podcast episode 291. It'll be in the show notes with links. I'm going to play for you now. Well, I have to extend the, uh, the, the dealie out here so I can read the whole title of the song. Captain Wanger's Space Sweet Wedgie. I thought it, I think it's supposed to be suit. It just happens to be spelled sweet, but that could be a, a boo boo in iTunes. Captain Wanger's space suit wedgie, and the next tune is the trigger. Here's GT Stringer. <laughs>
what do you think about that? I think that's pretty darn fabulous. I So the first tune, um, Wangers, will say, I really like the ethereal space vibe in the background there. Uh, some, some familiar uh, notes and uh, that, that synthy, not tacky, but like, you know, it, you just instantly think, I'm in space because I hear this. Uh, I like how they work that into the tune, and it's got a, it's got a couple parts there where it's going really fast, and I, I really like that one. And then the trigger, I think you all recognize there's a little bit of a James Bond feel to that. That was uh, fairly obvious. But So if you're interested in hearing more of their stuff, um, well... Again, you can go to the link at zantigalange.com, episode 291, and I will have a link there. I'm going to try and remember and post a link to a website from uh, Australia called Bombora, and it's B-O-M-B-O-R-A dot net dot A-U. And then, of course, if you do slash G-T stringer, uh, you'll get a little write-up they did of them. But they've been together for, uh, it says, almost 10 years. They've put out full, uh, excuse me, five full-length CDs. And I, I read a couple reviews from several different outlets, and, and they are very Australia-centric um, because that's where they hail from, of course. But everybody just seems to love them. So I don't know. Uh, Kim, have they ever made it up to the States and played here? I don't know, but I bet you uh, you'll, you'll let me know so that I can let the listeners know especially if they'd like to get a hold of the music. And those two songs, by the way, were from their album Surfrospective. And you can get that on iTunes, just in case you were wondering. We should probably listen to some more music. Yeah, I think we should. So uh, let's see. The next thing we're going to listen to here is... Let's do Mr. Ho's Orchestratica. So, uh, Mr. Hose uh, has now put out their third studio album, and they're touring the United States right now. The closest they're getting to Los Angeles, where I'm at, is Phoenix, uh, at least at this point. But Brian O'Neill, from the group, says that they're going to keep keep doing dates, and it might happen. They might get to Southern California. I'm waiting for it. Uh, I think that would be great because they're, you know, like full orchestra. And uh, you just don't see that very much anymore. Uh, I know a lot of folks who listen to the show are familiar with Tikiaki Orchestra, and they are definitely an orchestra. And they uh, usually uh, four to five to six guys at the most. Um, but uh, Mr. Hose, uh, I think that they're, I think they're a fifteen piece. Don't quote me on that. But uh, I'll put a link to Mr. Hose Orchestratica. Um, this is from their third album. Again, their third studio album. And I just, I really think you're going to like it because I know better. And the name of the album is Where Here Meets There. I am going to play for you uh, the first tune, the first of two. And somebody asked me once, why do you always play two songs from the same artist on the show? Well, I like that question. Here's the answer. Because... On most shows, radio programs, what have you, um, 
they're trying to squeeze a whole lot of stuff into their hour or whatever it is. And so they don't have a lot of time to say, here's a couple of songs from the artist I want you to be excited about. Well, I have that time on this show. And so that's what I like to do because I don't think just hearing one song is enough sometimes. It doesn't give you a feel for the artist. And so, well, I like to give you more than one tune. So the first one I'm going to play for Mr. Ho's Orchestrata, Orchestratica, see, Jeannie's Wish is setting in, is the Ritual Mallet Dance. It's track five on the album. And then I'm going to play Black Orchid. I think you will recognize that one. Quiz. Who originally recorded Black Orchid? The first person to send an email to mail at zentikilounge.com and say, I know who recorded Black Orchid first. It's this person. And this is the year it was recorded. See, you got to do a little studying there. First person to do that, you get a Zen Tiki Lounge t-shirt, and I will send it to you anywhere in the United States. If you're outside the United States, I might need to ask you to pay for shipping. But uh, if you're anywhere in the continental United States, okay, I'll go Hawaii and Alaska, fine. Uh, I'll be happy to send it to you. And if you're outside uh, of the United States, I just may need to ask you uh, to help out with shipping. Because, again, uh, it's a free podcast, and this is like a hobby and all that good stuff. So who recorded Black Orchid first? Here comes Mr. Ho's Orchestratica.
You play so sweetly. I really, really like that uh, a lot of the tunes on this latest album are, they're longer. Uh, I mean, it's it's like in some, they're playing familiar stuff, but they're also playing some not so familiar stuff um, uh, because it's unique. And, but it's like they're jamming and some of the tunes are just jamming. And um, I mean, they obviously, recorded it and put it all together and it's rehearsed but I mean it's it's not the quick two and a half minute studio song that in a modern way you come to expect you know it's it's an orchestra feel and uh, but I misled you a little bit about Mr. Hose and I just want to clarify that real quick because they do 
tour in the large format, but this album specifically, again, called Where Here Meets There, is their new album from the quintet version of Mr. Ho's Orchestratica. So this is their second small ensemble album and uh, the third in their series Exotica for Modern Living series. Isn't that nice? So get this. As of recording this podcast on November 18th, it'll be available tomorrow on November 19th. You can order it by going to orchestratica.com and clicking on the order button. Will you be able to download it right away? Don't know yet, but I'll tell you as soon as I know. You can also go to zentikilounge.com, episode 291, just like I've been talking about, and the links will be right there. So you don't even have to worry about remembering anything because you could be driving, you could be at work, you could be at the gym, you could be on the toilet, you could be <sighs> at your mother's house and uh, you've got your earbuds in because she's going on about who knows what, you know? I mean, so you don't have to remember what I'm telling you right now. We always put the details on the website for you so that you can just enjoy the music and whatever it is that I feel like spouting off about. Uh, Did I mention the ladies of the lounge will be back in the lounge with me next week? Uh, We're going to squeeze out a show before Thanksgiving real quick. And uh, I'm looking forward to having the ladies back here in the lounge. I'm not sure if it'll be one of them or both of them or all three of them. You you all know it's not going to be all three of them. Pumpkin rarely, if ever, makes it in here. All right, so we have two more songs that we're going to play here at the end of the show. And uh, the, the last two are from a group called The Left Arm of Buddha. And uh, Michael Bredow, I believe that's how you say it, or Mikus, as I believe he goes by, um, he, he started talking to me months back, actually, and just with all of the events that we've been doing and, and having stuff already to go for previous podcasts, um, this was the soonest we got to playing the music, but um, he sent me the album and... I have listened to it probably no less than 15 times in the car uh, on my way around the Los Angeles area because, you know, we sit in traffic quite a little bit. And I just love it. So I think you're going to really like it, too. And again, you'll find the links on our uh, podcast episode 291 there so you'll know how to uh, get some contact information from them. And okay. Here's, here's where I could be wrong, but uh, I believe they hail from Germany. But there we go. We've got Australia. We have the States. We have Europe. Uh, we're all over the place. But Exotica is not just from the U.S. of A. Uh, it is completely infiltrated uh, the globe, as it should, because the inspirations for Exotica are far-off places. And uh, no matter what culture you're from, maybe you're from one of the far-off places, well, you're going to embrace it in a way because it sounds like home in in a way. Uh, Because, of course, it is a bit of a stereotype. But um, And then uh, if you're from Germany, Australia, what have you, uh, to you it sounds exotic. That's why we call it Exotica. And and you're going to like it. Or it's lounge appropriate. It's cocktail appropriate. Did I mention I made myself a second drink? Because, yeah. Okay. So the left arm of Buddha is what you call an exotic orchestra. 
and I'm reading this right from their Facebook page. On stage, you can find the spirit of the tiki culture, burlesque dancing, and music, inspiration from rock and roll, jazz, and space age pop that was all born in the U.S. during the 50s, 40s, 50s, 60s. So uh, I want you to really listen to these two tunes. I know you're going to like them because you will like them because I like them. That's how it goes around here. Let's see. Which two am I going to play? I am going to play Arabian Twist and Pantera Negra. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, we got a slower tune going in the background now. But that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, again, we're listening in the background here of the lounge. It's the uh, iTunes radio. And uh, I really, really am liking it. This is Mel Torme. But again, it, the station is Skybird Radio and the subtitle, Arthur Lyman and more. And I, I suppose Mel Torme falls under and more. I do like a little more Mel Torme. He has a great Christmas album, by the way. And you'll want to be dusting that off uh, anytime now. Yeah. Okay, back to the left arm of Buddha. Here we go with Arabian Twist and Pantera Negra.
just great, right? I mean, hello? Uh, the left arm of Buna. <laughs> Buna. See? Inebriated banter, like I mentioned in the show, at the beginning of the show. See? Check. Inebriated banter. So what happened is I finished my second cocktail. I had a second genie's wish. And, um, and now I am sipping because I mentioned it. Uh, I had to uh, prove to myself that you could very well make Genie's Wish with Sunshine's very spicy rum. That's me, Sunshine Cheeky. Uh, and then not use the Monin spice brown sugar syrup. So I just did that. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's good. I, I'm not saying that because it's both my spiced rum and one of my cocktail recipes, but um, I think it's actually even better than when I first served the drink. So while the Monin brown sugar spice syrup is delicious and uh, it can go in coffee, it's great in coffee, by the way, um, tea, other fun stuff, you can uh, put it in um, cookies and all kinds of stuff. I've used it in um, just, wow, my spice rum is good. And so, and the spice rum that I actually used is I have a, a handle in, in bar lingo, a handle is the 1.5 liter bottle. For those of you who didn't already know, the big one. I saved one from last year that I ended up, I made a little too much, you know, but I always have to have some on hand. And I let some of the spices sit in it all year. And now it's November and we're going into the holidays. So it's really spicy. And so I'm sipping some just on its own. Air... <laughs> I'm drunk. Aerating that. Um, it's like Christmas in a glass. Yet, you can tell it's still rum. And uh, and it's got some of those, those cheeky notes in it that we all like, like the allspice. If you're familiar with allspice dram, that's used in some really great cheeky drinks. And it's got a good amount of allspice in here and cinnamon, two spices we like to use in the cheeky drinks. Okay. So I want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. I hope you had as much fun as I did. I hope that you find some time in your life to have a cocktail, sit back, relax, enjoy some exotic tunes, some surf rock, an orchestra, something loungy. If you're not a drinker, sip a nice cup of coffee or tea, but have a nice cup of tea or a nice cup of coffee. And really, you know enjoy a half hour or an hour and and tell some of the other folks in your life just this is my time everyone needs to a couple times a week have their time i know when you have kids it's difficult and um and and but we all have to find the me time and so maybe maybe you can help this podcast can help you do that. If just one hour a week, you sit in a dimly lit corner of your room. If you don't have a dimly lit tiki bar, that's okay. But a dimly lit tiki bar and a dimly lit room, um, or just go into a room and turn the lights out, light a candle or two. Never mind that my cat is throwing rocks from a plant around the tiki bar right now. But um, yeah, just find that time for yourself. We all need to do that. The holidays are crazy ass busy and it's nothing but stressful so find some time but we need to do that all year so thank you for joining me here in the zen tiki lounge we'll have the ladies here next week you can send correspondence to mail at zen tiki lounge.com you can find the website at zen tiki lounge.com and you can find us on facebook and twitter 
And as we always say here in the lounge, and until next time, mahalo. Mahalo.